is there a main way I should... Oh, this is kind of ground zero, right? Like, if I'm looking here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So don't look there as much. Right? I, I don't know. I, I'm still... This is a... Yeah. All right, everybody. We're, we're, we're here. Uh, uh, my name is William Burnett, and this is a show called Talk Video. I'm sitting here with Ari Goldman uh, from Manhunter. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might so though some people might know Ari from a uh, uh, his his job in the mail order room at a PPU or no what's it called yeah uh, PPU ear cave ear cave mail order room same operation mail boy coffee boy I wish there was delay on my voice oh do you want some no that's cool <laughs> that seems complicated <laughs> and, uh, uh, and other people might know you uh, you're part of a DJ team or crew is it a crew or a team uh, maybe team 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 together with another guy crew seems like there'd be more than and just two of us called the beautiful swimmers beautiful swimmers there's no the oh just beautiful oh beautiful swimmers say that yeah beautiful part of part of beautiful swimmers exactly i think i could beautifully swim better than you you are a better swimmer than me <laughs> i've never seen you in the pool um i'm i'm pretty good pretty good but like, you're you're in better you seem like a backstroker uh, that was my second best stroke. Second best, but freestyle. Freestyle was Dis my distant mid-range. I would sometimes get dick, dick <laughs> disqualified <laughs> in the locker room. My 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 breaststroke, my kick is a little funky. Oh, in an asymmetrical. So when I would do the uh, individual medley, I would sometimes get uh, DQ'd in my. I bet you would, you would do try the one-handed touch. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You got a double touch. A touch with two hands at the same time. It's key for watch, watch that DQ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the grill and chill. <laughs> Disqualification. Um, all right. So uh, uh, I don't know. It's if nice to be here. Yeah. 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 I, I, you don't know. So you don't know anything about this. So I'll tell no, you. No, I, I kind of I liked going in. Uh, Fresh. Tabla rasa. Is that what it means? That, so that's what does that mean? Empty table? Carte blanche? <laughs> the clean slate. <laughs> oh. Oh, tabla rasa. I thought but isn't it like La Rasa is like the race and that's like a gang in LA? I don't know, dude. Uh -huh. you're, you're the gangster, <laughs> not me. So so I'm, a, so I'm a wankster. So I'll tell you about this this is it called Talk Video and uh Tell me about your show here. And uh we interview people about hold on, this just moved a little bit. You gotta be careful. Oh I gotta not uh, show my enjoyment of refreshments so loudly on the mic. No, it doesn't matter. Um, we're not going to edit any of this out. <laughs> Good. I would hope not. <laughs> um, but uh, so it's basically we sit and, and have a conversation about music and or your history. Usually it kind of is like an interview thing and I like ask you like a, what your first tape was and stuff like that. Oh, and then cool. it, it goes through it and... Uh, goes on to different subjects from there and you know if you get distracted you can talk about whatever cool and it's 420 friendly yeah you can do whatever you want um i won't tell anyone and um and also the other th goal is that uh you know i really like podcasts so my goal is that i want people to feel like they're a part of the conversation so like you know like in the future you won't even need friends you just have podcasts yeah so because you know we got <laughs> so that's what it is <laughs> what more could you want in life but <laughs> podcasts i don't know you know i, I Find myself. Don't you watch podcast? No. <laughs> what do you do all day? Mail things. No, no. Um, uh, I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> but <laughs> no, uh, I would but like, like on, to get. On, I'd like to get more into on podcasts. the computer or on. I the, mostly um, on the real the TV? podcasts that I've checked out are more of the true crime. Okay, like the uh, serial uh, serial. Yeah, and yeah. The, did you watch? Did you listen to S Town? Yes. Oh man, that was pretty. 
pretty great. Huh? I love. I it. still think about it. I would like to go to that town. Yeah, I want to get like a. Now I want to have like on my tombstone. I want like one of those like a. a oh, the clock. A sundial. Yeah. You know, with like the weird quotes. I can't even remember them, but I was just like totally fascinated. I went back and like listened to that part like three times because I was just like, this is. There's another. Well, yeah, this will be bad radio, but there's another podcast similar to S Town that I liked a lot, but I don't know the name. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> if we remember we'll put it in the in the in the description or something we'll tweet it um but uh okay so i'm real happy though to be part of the podcast community i'm I'm glad you seem comfortable um so i'm born to cast so, so ari um are you from you're from you live in washington dc is that where I you do. where you grew up in S- silver springs uh or no s silver, silver spring. spring okay correct common common mistake though and stevie that, nicks made that same mistake is that how you uh know if someone's from there or not uh, even people from there say it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so no, it, it's not an effective way of filtering out the locals. Um, so I am actually from Potomac, Maryland, uh, same county. Okay. Um, but yeah, DC suburbs in the Maryland side. So just regular DC area. What is, I mean, they call that, it's like the DMV, the DMV, Detroit Metro. Come on now. DC, Maryland, Virginia. Oh. My mom, I actually blew my mom's, my, my mom's <laughs> mind. Yeah. Granted, my family's lived in this Wait, area. your mom blew her own mind? No, I blew my mom's mind. Um, I mentioned um, the DMV, referring to the area where our family has lived for so long, and she said, the Department of Motor Vehicles? <laughs> well, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, but locally, that's the MVA, Motor Vehicle Administration, in my parts of the country. Wow. I'm learning a lot today. That's podcast thanks um so you're you're a kid you know what you like regular old kid with the brothers and sisters and one older sister one older She's sister great. shout out alana and you're you still talk to her oh yeah and uh she never like hit you with a tennis racket or anything no nah, uh she's older and stronger <laughs> so you were just <laughs> don't hurt me <laughs> yeah I try. I, if i remember correctly we had one kind of um brawl she just beat me up so quickly that, and that was uh, it yeah i learned very quickly she, that she, she she had my number she's the alpha oh definitely yeah like the cats or dogs or whatever she, but and know. and so you she doesn't pick up me though it and you, did you have okay so let's just uh you're you're a regular i don't know you great like child go to the mall and do some oh, i love stuff the mall. and maybe you start buying some tapes and uh, sam goody go and sam staring remember the um remember the poster of janet jackson where she's being held from behind She's naked. Um, and yes. And it's black and white. Yeah. And there's gold letters that says Janet. Yeah, I would stare at that poster at Sam Goody. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> that was what I would do. What, what, that was Janet, the album, right? Yes. And uh, what, song, so. what songs were on that one? That was like When I Think of You or something. Or, or uh, yeah, because it's pre-Velvet Rope. Mm, uh, I don't remember. Control? No. No, was Control was that. way earlier. I, 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 it all I'm not together. enough of a Janet buff to really go down this road. I just remember <laughs> that poster really vividly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so that got you into music. That's the poster? Where that's, that's where it all started. <laughs> no. That got me into other things. <laughs> um, <laughs> is this, oh, is this good content? Yeah, we're going to be tired. Um, so... I I mean I I've been into music since a young age. Is this a or did you ask me that question? Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> uh first con my dad took me to see the Grateful Dead in second grade. That was cool. Did you smoke weed? 
someone handed me a bowl and my dad said not yet when you were in second grade yeah jesus christ <laughs> it was a dead show holy moly i never forget my dad said not yet and then uh this uh, i was eating a bagel with cream cheese that our family brought into the concert and this guy i remember said hey man can i have a bite of your bagel and my dad said just give it to him <laughs> oh steve miller opened that was awesome i was a big steve miller fan that was one of my first and, and, bands i got really and into. you're in second grade so that means you're like eight years old seven, or something seven or eight yeah and uh and, and this is in dc R- rfk stadium in R- dc and that's like a daytime show and you're like on the field or yeah my dad's cousin was a deadhead and followed them around he got us some sort of field seats if i remember correctly we, i remember we met him in the parking lot <laughs> I, looking back he was probably so faded what's his name i think daniel daniel uncle daniel i, I think cousin cousin daniel <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while oh man and, uh, and and so that's where it all started yeah kind of i would say yeah i was always into jam bands Rock and roll, rock and roll. So, so, so was Steve Miller was more the, the the interest for you than the. I like them more than the Dead. Yeah, I don't know, Dead. I don't. I just don't. I have tried every time I ever see a Deadhead record or a Deadhead, a Grateful <laughs> Dead record. I always try to listen to it, yeah. you know, except for the one that any Shakedown Street is the right. only one anybody I know. Yeah, it's a funky tune. Ever plays, but I can't ever remember what they sound like. Um, I actually like their albums, but I think they suck at jamming. Oh. But I, I think that's sacrilegious <laughs> to say, but. Yeah. As a really good musician myself, I just, you know, <laughs> I think they they can't play worth a damn. All right. So um so 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 you're at school and then, you know, you're like go see the dead and and that and uh I don't I don't even know where to go for that. That was I mean, How about I mean, first music purchases? First or, music purchases uh, or or gifts? You didn't did you buy some like a t-shirt at the show or uh wear it to school? I did have a dead shirt yeah. actually. It's my parents still have that. <laughs> actually, I should bust that back out. It's got all the tour dates on the back. And so that you were you were into music as a kid. Your your family was musical. They took you to shows. Yeah. You go to the mall, stare at posters. Yeah. Buy tapes. I, had, I mean, CDs. yeah. I think I got my first electric guitar in second grade. Oh, you so, so you so you're already with yeah. I was already stuff. playing, kind of, or f- trying to play. What kind of guitar was it? Uh, like a fe- like, like a, a Mex a Mexican Strat. Oh, cool. And you had like a little amp. Yeah, still a little Yamaha with actually has really good distortion on that amp. And you just jam out in your room like all day. Yeah, it's funny. I actually recently found like the tabs that I wrote out, but they're just so random. It'll just be like 11, 11, 12, 11, 11, 11, 11. So you, ju- you just drew some patterns yeah. and then try to play. It. <laughs> I should go back and relearn all my old compositions. Oh, man, I bet they're great. And so, <laughs> and so, and so you're like. Recording them on your uh, this is good. Jam box. <laughs> this, is, this is a good podcast. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too self-reflective. Okay. It's it's okay. You know, I'm new. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I don't know. I I, there, I don't really know. I'm still practicing myself. You know, cool. I, 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 that's why I, I also want to make like ten of them and put them out at the same time. Yeah. Because that way, if one of them sucks, no one will notice. Hopefully, people give us comments and like feedback. Maybe we can make it better down the road. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if it's good to read comments. I think for this, I'm going to read comments. <laughs> <laughs> I like knowing who my haters are. Oh yeah, I guess you could you could take it as long as you don't have a, a like an ego problem, then it's fine, I guess, right? No, I think I don't think highly of myself. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> who cares? 
<laughs> We're just gonna be laughing the whole time. So um, you're you're into music. You're playing guitar. You're hanging out. Um, Totes. And, uh, and did, was it like with school ever, or was it just to- totally like a, a at home thing? Um, I played guitar and drums in jazz band. So okay. um, yeah, but I could never read music. So. Yeah, I, I'd say more outside and, like, jamming with friends. But all, all the way through, like, from starting in elementary school to... Yeah. All the way through high school, senior year. Yeah. Jazz band. Uh, of Most of high school, I think. And you played the guitar the whole time? And drums. And, and drums. Band. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I'm not that good at drums, to be honest. Yeah, they're kind of... It's hard, it's hard to use your all your... <laughs> all four. You know? I could never uh, the getting the hi hat foot down while you're doing the ride symbol is a complicated thing. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I think it just takes practice. I think it takes practice. <laughs> Quite, well, some people can just sit there and like as a joke and like do it right away. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, me neither. I have to like sit there for like two hours and then I can like play the most basic beat. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was and, and uh, a good time. And uh, honestly, the guitar in jazz band's weird too, because so many of the songs you're playing don't have guitar in them, so you're just like kind of copying the piano, and it just sounds terrible. It's like very chunky and out of place sounding. Huh. I I didn't I don't. <coughs> my parents wouldn't let me be in band. I I wanted to be in the band, but my parents wouldn't let me. They were like, we don't want to hear you practicing. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted you swimming. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I ended up doing swimming just because. They also wouldn't let me do football beca- or baseball because it was too political right. in Texas. But my sister got took she got guitar lessons. Maybe this was she got a guitar and uh, she broke her arm right From after. Guitar? And then, no, no, <laughs> I don't. I think she fell off the jungle gym or something. Okay. And then she didn't ever play guitar again. So I took it from her when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Okay. And then I just started playing myself. I like one of my friends played guitar and I bought a book with the chords in it. But they wouldn't let me like be musical, so they I wouldn't let I, you be you. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, they let me do whatever I want, pretty much. But uh, that were you skating it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I had like I was a skateboarder when I was like a little kid because it was huge. You know, you had like your Christian Hosoi eighties yeah. days, and then uh, I quit for a little while. And then at the end of middle school, around eighth grade, I picked it up again, or maybe before that. And then I just did it straight through until now. I just watch podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so you were you were, so you're 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 you were in the jazz band and you were you were you skateboarding too? No, no, okay. I've been always scared of everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and were you? But were, skating looks so cool. But ha- did so? Do you? So you're you, now you, these days you're a, a DJ and you're putting out records. Did any of this stuff from this time uh, influence you to to this day that you can remember that like sticks out like a? Did you have like an experience besides this Grateful Dead oh. concert or like a like uh, a one? Did you meet somebody? I just, or? I just remembered we're being filmed and we're not just talking. <laughs> um, so, yes, definitely. Um, experience. <laughs> no, like say you yes. went, you bought a specific record and you remember like listening to it over and over. Um, or let's, How about some highlights? Yeah, let's see here. Um, my dad playing me My Life in the Bush of Ghosts. Okay. The, you know. The talking heads guys. Yeah. I don't know how much more detail we need to go in, but that was where I first heard about sampling. My dad was like, this is called sampling. What samples did they have there? Like a fair light in there or something? Yeah. There's like, I don't know, found sound. Cause there's no like actual vocals by them on it. I think it's all like 
sampled vocals. Is it? I think so. Oh, wait. Which one? I don't know. I have to go back and look and listen to it. It's a lot of That's like... That's the weird one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That one was big for me, and... Um, my sister took me to well music was just always big we would like have da- dance dancing around the house kind of fun times growing up to like the stones and madonna and stuff um and then my sister's older she took me to my first like rave or club uh, i guess it wasn't really a rave it was at a club here in new york oh and so uh, you drove on up oh. i took the train to okay. visit my sister in college so you were I was 14. 14. <laughs> she took me to Club Vinyl. Club Vinyl, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was in Dumbo? No. It was in Manhattan. Was it? Like, uh... Or maybe they moved to Dumbo for a little... God, where... I mean, I was really young. Yeah. I was wowed. What year was that? 97 uh, or... 97. 90? Yeah. <laughs> and who... You saw, uh... Um, I think... It, Sasha and Digweed or something. I think it was, like, maybe Timmy Registered was possibly DJing that night, but I'm not positive. So that uh, that wasn't the, but so when you were going to clubs then it wasn't even about who was playing you were just going to the club. Yeah, my sister I remember like sat me on top of like a speaker and I just sat there and watched everybody. And there was like no big deal you getting in just whatever. You know who let me in? Who? Richie Love on the Run. Oh yeah. He was the door guy we found out years later. Shout out Richie. Thank what, you. What he's like, "Oh, this little kid needs <laughs> to get in here. <laughs> he needs to learn about disco." <laughs> um yeah, thanks for doing a bad job, Richie, letting me in. But otherwise, you would have had to, like, what, just go back to her dorm or something? Uh, I said, yeah. She had an apartment. Yeah. Oh. Um, what else? That was cool. That was, like, my first time seeing, like, a club in action. And But um, but doesn't DC have, like, a big, like, a there's, like, Discord is there. That was oh, that, yeah. Was that, like, that was huge. I used to play in a punk rock softball league with Ian McKay and some others. So, uh, but that, uh, you know, so what your, your high school years are, what, the mid-90s? Like Late-90s. Late-90s, so from 1995. That's my sister who's a little older. I'm 98 to 01. 98 to 01, okay. So, that's, Discord is not as huge it as was it was. The, and I thought it was really cool, and I didn't think it was over, but it was over. So, it was like but, a, after Jawbox or something? Oh, yeah. They, they, but they used to play softball, too. Kim, okay. Kim and uh, uh, Jay Robbins. So, so you're just hanging out with them. You, did you have any idea who they were? Or yeah, because I liked all that music. And how did you get on the softball team? Um, I, I was the roadie for Q and Not You, which was another Discord band. <laughs> <laughs> Harris is is one of my studio oh, mates. Oh, shout out! There you go. Oh, weird. Yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you would like put his like a scarf on his microphone. Fuck. Did I want to hear? Did you? Did Harris have any quirks? Did you like? Did you get into a fight or anything? Or like, no. Or he had like a, a, no. a, did he have like a, a, a ritual before he went on stage? Like he had to like. I was there kind of towards the end once. Um, <laughs> I think I may have been somewhat responsible for for some more stoned moments towards the end of the group, <laughs> um, possibly. He, he was he, he was he was the loosest member. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so when you, you're you're so you're driving around and at this point you're still a little kid like in the summers and end of high school and then early college so you're driving around with them in a van yeah all, all over the u.s um we did mostly east coast stuff i would do and then my old group uh, manhunter went on tour with them also so. man manhunter so you and jason lekwitz uh-huh 
and okay. actually Andrew, who I do swimmers with, and Andrew, his, his rap group also was on this, which tour. is called Food for Animals. Food for Animals. So this is like a real. Uh, uh, we, we all kind of go way back. Yeah, and, and but it's a real motley crew, I would say, as far as a, yeah. a lineup. Oh yeah. So you had like a, a, a kind of a hip hop, uh, hip hop, hip hop techno and punk. So the three pillars of modern music. <laughs> wow, you started it. Um, yeah, it can all be traced back to me. And so, this is before high school. You're just driving around, going to this is in high school. In high school, in the summers, and maybe Christmas break, spring break. Uh, yeah, my parents were pretty allowing. So they supported your music full on. Pretty, th- my parents are very supportive. They knew you wanted to do that stuff always. Yeah. Kind of. They're like, oh, give them a guitar. And then yeah. you just ran ran with it from there. Um, were you, along this time, you know, you say you were in a punk group then and, and you went More to. More like, yeah, rock. Or, or, no, you weren't. Sorry. You but were, you I were in a punk group and then you were in a, re- a techno group. Yeah. And you went to go see the Grateful Dead and you also. Went to a club at fourteen. This is America. And then you were in a punk group. So so um, and I and I went to fishing fishing camp every summer. Fishing and canoeing, camp. and I I subscribed to Minnesota Sportsman magazine. Oh, that's a good one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> parents were like, you, "Who is?" This? <laughs> he's got identity problems. <laughs> no, so you were. I mean, that's a pretty wide scope. Are you you buying records and stuff at this time? I mean, you know, are you um, more tapes and CDs, Ta- I guess. Tapes and, and then. C- I mean, my dad had records, and my dad weirdly had lots of reel-to-reels. Okay. Um, and then try the first LP I bought, the first time I was like, I'm buying a record was uh, 36 Chambers, I okay. remember. Rap. And that was maybe like 10th grade. But you didn't you didn't have the moment where you realized like, oh, I can buy all this music. I can get records for a dollar. Right. That Well, at that point, <clears throat> that was before I really found thrifting. Okay. But it was when, do you remember that website cdnow.com? Sort of, yeah. It was obviously like mostly CDs, but sometimes they would be like, this album is also available on vinyl, and it was always so much cheaper. And I was like, oh, my dad has a record player, so why don't I get 36 chambers on yeah. vinyl yeah. instead of the CD or tape? That was the whole reason I ever bought records. I was like, I Yeah, they were cheap. Yeah. And now, and now <laughs> I mean, they're, they're so annoying, but... But now they're not cheap anymore. No. <laughs> well, you can get cheap ones, but they're not that. I mean, uh, yeah. Whatever. It's a complicated situation. But, but I, I'm just trying. V- to vinyl's back. Yeah, I'm just trying to know because <laughs> it sounds like from what you say, it's like not like you had this direct path. I mean, you had a pretty broad musical upbringing. Yeah, definitely. And it, to bring it to being a DJ, you would think that you would be more inclined to be in a band or something. And I'm. Although you you are a producer and you guys put out records, it's not really you know I don't see it as the as a direct path to me. It doesn't make sense that it went that way, right? Um, especially you know you had this like I didn't know Manhunter. So Manhunter started when you were in high school. No, uh, Jason and I were already making music together, but oh, more in the like punk no, band. no more like noise and stuff like that. End of high school, early college, and then we transitioned kind of to to boom boom boom. Yeah. I found a Manhunter record at the thing the other day. Oh yeah, I yeah. I found one in um You've made it in Estonia. Oh yeah. Geez. In the in the dollar bin. Wow. How did it, how did it I love that. Yeah. Isn't that so sick? I don't know. It's some at sometimes you find your records and you're really bummed and sometimes you're like, Wow. 
just the fact that it's that this, far that away. Shitty record I made in the mid two thousands got all the way to stu- that someone took a chance on it somewhere, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> and then <laughs> it's so awesome. But so I I don't know. Let's go back to that. That that seems to be a pretty important relationship. Um, for those who don't know, is that we keep talking about Manhunter, and that's a project between Ari and uh, J- Jason Letkowitz, who's still active to this day. Um, his most recent recent thing was is called the. Uh, it just came out or on Into the Light, or it is oh, coming yeah. out. What's that called? Uh, I think it's under his actual name, Jason Letkowitz. He had, and then he did like Alan Hurst and uh, Death Commando, Death Steve Commando, Summers. Steve Summers. Steve Summers was probably the most well known. Yeah, and now he's playing with Bo and Melvin. Oh yeah, Mutant Beatdance. As Mutant Beatdance, he's a member of it. I don't know what the how we're supposed to say it. But but he's 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 there he's there when they play, and uh, there might be some fine print about <laughs> exactly how to. Uh, it's all good. Um, Much love to that. Group. So you you met this guy, um, Jason Jason Leckwitz, and uh, what you're in high school? Yes, our what? bands played together. You, so you were in different schools. Yes, he was a little bit older, and um, uh, his band opened up for my band. What was the, what was the name of his band? Phyllis Styles. Phyllis Styles and your band was called Beta. Beta. <laughs> like your sister was Alpha and you were Beta. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys enjoying this out there? Oh, oh yeah, big time. <laughs> big, big time. Um, and so you play together and you we'll play. put some links to all this music <laughs> on the I'm part. sure it's all on YouTube. But so you you uh, play together at a at like a, a show? Like is this like a house house? Uh, Phantasmagoria. Sorry, I was speaking to the mic. Phantasmagoria was like a kind of all ages punk club, punk and goth and industrial, just like a weirdo club. So, but all ages could go there, and yeah. you would get like a just drink beer out back by the dumpster or whatever. Yeah, or like, a, or, or a was it straight edge time? I was not edge, but there was a lot of edge <laughs> contingency there. And, and so, so Beta and Phyllis, what? I mean, that's a terrible name. Phyllis Styles. Phyllis Styles played together at, at the. Yes, we. Uh, um, and you were like, who who opened for who? His band opened for us, and then they were trying to do a demo, and they needed a new guitar player. So they remembered me, and I actually don't know how they contacted me, but I played guitar on their demo. I was the ringer. So like, whoa, this guy knows some chords. <laughs> he can switch chords. Dude, that was sick. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we just started hanging then. He was a little older. He would, like, often come. Come pick you up. Pick me up from school. What kind of car did you have? Oh, oh. Nissan? Like a Sentra or Try and remember that era. I think it was a Nissan. He later got a Honda, but I think that was the Nissan. Nissan Maxima. It's a. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> he had a. It had a good. The CD player was really good. Okay, it's not that important, but I'm just curious to try to set the mood. You know? I had a uh, Dodge Caravan. And it, and when you when you would come pick you up, it'd just be like you guys. Like who else was in the band with you guys? So you're still in touch with them, or? No, it was a bunch of. Um, just rotating cast. Delinquents. Oh yeah, and. Did so none of them kind of carried on into the. No, but it was a lot of yeah. Jason and I learning about music and showing things to each other and uh, watching kids in the hall. And, <laughs> um, 
going to who, who's ever house parents weren't home. Exactly. <laughs> that, that you summed it up right there. And uh, and uh, so, how did you decide? Like, okay, yeah, now we're gonna uh, get a get a some drum boxes. So, uh, <coughs> as Manhunter was progressing, I think we just kind of were getting a bit tired of like the kind of aimless ambient noise kind of scene and i remember we started finding we got some sequencer type things to use more in an experimental way and we started finding at our shows that our favorite parts were actually just like the normal parts (laughs) that weren't so weird (laughs) and then we then we got really into like ox 88 and drexia and stuff like that um around that time and that kind of all clicked in terms of I, we did not get, do a good or effective job of imitating those groups, but they at least influenced us to make, I guess, more rhythmic music. And but so then you're just like, okay, we're just gonna, it's less. We don't need as many people, and we just use this gear, and we can do everything. Yeah. And uh, you immediately started trying. You're like, okay, we're gonna make a record. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Because this is this is already two thousand. 2000s yeah that the so, record so you're talking about that you found at the thing i think came out in 2005 okay so this is before that so but but what i'm saying is that the technology at this point it was past like four tracks and stuff like that you, yes. you had a home computer with a sound card in it no but we just had, had like, like we somebody's. had like samplers and um it was all i guess hardware so, so but but when you went to go record whatever you were going to record you had to like go to a studio still or you went to somebody's we just did it like in our apartment and you recorded on it on your dad's reel-to-reel or something or i think we recorded on jason's dad's adat adat recorder jason's dad had a hobbyist studio ah that's right i remember him saying that yeah (laughs) and uh and you just learned how to do it yeah yeah just push records yeah and turn it on yeah weird and and (laughs) (laughs) who would have thought (laughs) I don't know. I'm we just. Pro- tra- we probably should have booked studio time. No, no. I'm just curious because you know, the whether or not it's before internet or after internet makes a difference because. Oh, definitely. You know, before if you like, oh, I don't know how to do this. You have to like go to the store and like ask, ask the old the, guy how to, or like go to the library and check out a book. You know, or I mean, I'm sure you've done it too. Like, did like I'm sure you've recorded in studios with bands, right? Only once. Okay, but it it, it was also but it was also someone's like. But it was pretty professional. Yeah. It was like a Pro Tools setup. But it, I don't know. It was like or it, that was like 1997 or six or something like that. My high school band, um, when we recorded like our one main CD, yeah. I remember uh, Maya and Silk the Shaka came out of the studio as we were going in. I don't know who that is. Oh, Maya the like uh, R&B, R&B singer, singer. Okay. Silk the Shaka, related oh. to Master P. Oh, I don't see. I don't know that. I know Maya though. Oh yeah, <laughs> ghetto superstar. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a good one. <laughs> it is. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was in high school. Yeah, we're going. You're, we're, I'm trying to go in a certain direction here. You're, you're Am right. I bouncing around too? I much? don't know. No, it, you're not bouncing around. I'm just trying to follow you. Is is what it is. And uh, uh, so I'll tone it down. No, don't worry. It's fine. I like the distractions a little bit. But then I. Uh, once I lose the, you get distracted too far. I like, I'm like, okay, what were we talking about? Pass me the wine. I, w- I want a little, a little more. Uh, this episode sponsored by some, some Beaujolais dandelion wine. They give me the neighborhood discount. Um, 
Mm. Okay, so you're you're now let's let's move on now. You're 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 into the boom boom. Oh, dude. Put the good put the guitar down. Right, you got right. rid of it. You retired the guitar. You you got the the machines in the boxes. And, me and Paul Lukakis. Was it what, boom boom boom? <laughs> saw that record today i bet you did i was so sad because i i don't like when it doesn't have the sleeve oh yeah that's a great sleeve you know or like uh, but and and, but i always that's one of the better records that you find every day yeah well there's also like baby talk yeah but that's we're getting more i'm talking like in the middle of nowhere thrift store you will still find boom 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 (laughs) paul lukakis i would like uh, this is a shout out I would like this job title. If anyone can pay me to go around the world throwing away bad records, Oof, I do it every day at my. Yeah. I do it at my job every day. Today, so, I, today I threw away about eight crates of records. Yeah, there's so many that just really need but to who, be but tossed. But I have a hard time though sometimes because if it's a clean, playable record, I feel like someone. What you want to make a bowl out of it? Might, no, I hate that. <laughs> I'd rather throw it away than that. But. I feel like someone might enjoy it. And also, too, at the thing, like, people now, stuff that I would throw away that I think is what people are buying. Like, Barbara Streisand sells more. The guilty one? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, Barbara. Oh, Babs. I'm going to get this for my mom. Dude, Andrew and I were talking about this in a cab last weekend. Babs has, for someone who's so popular, she got a weak voice. It's very thin, and, I mean, it sits in the mix okay, but, like, does it... I don't understand the love of Babs. You you've been in the you're in the music industry now. Oh um, yeah. Maybe there's some background. You know, maybe she's like her parents are agents, or uh, you I think mean, it was pure talent, or no? I mean, she's she's chosen. She's chosen, <laughs> just like me. We got <laughs> connections. But I, I mean, the the further you get into it, you see how it really works, and you're just like, hmm. I mean, her voice sounds great with uh, with Barry on that album. What I don't remember what is that the guilty album oh. her and but her and Barry Gibb but it's like oh yeah t- I think their voice sounds like one voice I just don't I don't think Babs is like she's she's overrated Babs is overrated but she I mean but but did she come from I, she was just I feel like she's like show like she's like play Broadway musical yeah that's what I'm, she's vibes. like a she that's what I was just gonna say is that she comes from this thing keeps moving man move it back wait no this one moved yeah. Uh. We're fine. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I think it's your feet. You're hitting the cables with your feet. Oh, sorry. That's what the the trick is. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I I don't get it. That guilt. That's the only a record I would ever listen to with her on it. Yeah. But then she's also in that movie with Chris Christopherson, right? A Star Is Born. Yep. It's a pretty good movie. He's got a great name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty cool too, right? Yeah. He's like in the Outlaws, you know. I think if if I have kids, I might. Well, I guess I need a last go- Goldman. Gold, gold, Goldman, or Geldof. <laughs> Gil, I just think it's, it's G-G, cool. GG, yeah. Like you want to have, you like the gug. What is that called? Alliteration. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how similar my name is to Gary Oldman? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I never thought about that. Maybe people could think that you have like one of those like joke names. Yeah, you just switch the G. Yeah. Wow. Carry that G over to the first name. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so I like to throw away records, too. We, so we, we both spend our days dealing with records pretty much, right? That's crap. But you're, are you going out uh, and scouring the, the streets for records still, or you're just... Like once a week, maybe? Once a week, you go out and hit the streets and check the new arrivals. 
like uh, thrifts, fleas, and stores. Yeah, and uh, it kind of sucks now because everybody goes through everything. Well, at least there's no scanner for records yet. That's oh, the, like the Amazon, like yeah, when the, you see people at the thrift store like yeah. scanning oof, the CDs. Oof, oof. Yeah, it's fucking. It's grim, man. <laughs> it's a weird, it's so it's a, grim. It's a weird hustle. They have like their weird scanner with like the big battery on it. <laughs> Mother load. They do it with the books too. Yeah, the Amazon, Amazon jungle. It's gonna be me though. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but but I mean they're gonna soon. You know, you, they have technology like facial recognition technology. Why wouldn't they have you know Google image search and for then it'll what? connect you for a record for, for, for records a, that are worth money? Yeah, no, whatever for every record for everything you just scan the the image on your phone. Right, I, I see what it, you're saying. And it'll just go to Google Images, and then that'll connect you to Discogs, and then you'll be like, oh, and then you can. And then you're like, I don't need this. You don't need the bar scan, you know. Right. Like you know now, I mean for n- for now, I see people they go in the very corner of the thing with their big pile and yeah. they sit there on their phone, <laughs> and then I come close to them and they like pretend like they're listening to it on YouTube. <laughs> you're like, you know, they're just no, two dollars. Like, come on, dude, man. How many you think you're the first? You, there's still stuff in there, but you have to really be pretty. You know, happy with minimum wage. Yeah, <laughs> of course, <laughs> because but that's what it balances out to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the amount of time you're like, and then you got to sell the record too. So it's like, geez. But I mean, that, but I'm surprised how much some of them are worth. So I mean, if you get a fresh collection, then you can really, you know, score pretty hard. Oh, definitely. You can get a collection where every record is, you know, thirty to, you know, hundred and fifty dollars. I would say DC is also quite yeah. overlooked in terms of quality of finds. I mean, do you also do you ever go to like a uh uh where's was Wilmington and places like that or yeah. is that do a little drive? It's there must be stuff there too or I'm Baltimore, I don't know. I Baltimore mean, is pretty darn good. I don't it's I don't go there as much as when I lived there, but but it's um that was really good in, for for digging. Yeah. Uh Pennsylvania's great. Like, yeah. Well, so you go to like Allentown or like been there. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to do it more than I do it now because, I mean, I kind of found the thing and I just stopped. Yeah. Because it's like, do we get... You got your, you you got can, your he's way. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring you 120 more crates. You're like, all right, yeah. something will be in there. Yeah, no, I don't... I mean, I'm not looking for to make money off of them. I'm just looking for stuff to sell. So it's a... I mean, not to sell. I'm looking, looking for stuff to listen to. Right. So it's different. You know, they've been scoured by everyone else that just wants to, like, make money sell them. Of and so it's like, yeah. I'll listen to a record that's worth twenty nine cents. I would, yeah, no problem. They usually sound the best. No problem. So, um, you 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 put out a record and then uh, then you got huge <laughs> after that first Manhunter. The first Manhunter, yeah. <laughs> but it was like, was Andrew uh, your your uh, partner in Beautiful Swimmers uh, jealous of j- of your relationship with Jason? <laughs> <laughs> Like would he be like, oh man, he's hanging, or or like when you started hanging out with Andrew more than Jason? Did Jason get jealous? Yeah. Was there any like probably was there or were like or them two would they like ever hang out and you'd be like actually on that tour where it was Manhunter, Food for Animals, and Q and Not You? Yeah. Um, and uh, Jason pulled double duty and was in Food for Animals too as the. As the DJ. Oh, so he got pulled a little bit in both directions. Yeah. They've got a great relationship, too. Yeah. Um, are you trying to get some dirt? There's no, not, there's I not, don't know. I'm just not fooling really, around. There's not really too much dirt. Yeah, you, are, you guys are all still friends, so it can't be that bad. No. And and even if it is bad, then... Uh, we do a good job of hiding it. Then who cares, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's all love. Um, So, uh, 
you did Manhunter for a while, and you're in D.C. And did you go to college? Yes, University and, of Maryland. And you finished college. I did. Was that also for music? Uh, I <coughs> English or something. Um, Ju- uh, Jewish Music studies. and art. Oh. <laughs> uh, music and art. No, music and film. Music and film. And they give you a degree for that? It's called, it was called Amer. <laughs> this is Sorry. so lame. It's called American Studies. Yeah. Have you ever heard of this major? Probably. I dropped out of college. Okay. Um, just at a certain point, they told me I had to pick a major because I was there for too long without a major. And you're at, like, and you're and like I, I like TV. Yeah. They were like, I was like, well, these are the classes I've taken. What major would be applicable for this? And they told me about American Studies where they... Within American Studies, they then just tell you to pick two focus areas. And I was like, can I do music and film? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, are you still going to pay? <laughs> I went for free. Oh, okay. Oh, dang, man. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Your parents must be proud. They were pretty happy about that. Man. Wow. So, um, American Studies, and then immediately after school, you got a job as a American studier? I've been archiving... <laughs> But, but so uh, d- other people that were in your major did th- did they go on to do other stuff or they just had I to haven't kept in touch with the same no friends from college no zero zero not even on Facebook like a no one I can think of <laughs> uh, I, well there's some a few actually there's a few people from the radio station that I should but they probably weren't in the American Studies program N- yeah American Studies I don't remember what was it th- so that so you're DJing now on this radio station or you just yes I got a radio show right away when I went to school and this was your f- first foray into playing re- other people's recorded music for other people or you were doing it at parties before doing it at parties like playing hip-hop and dance hall and what you know party party jams you know like donkey <laughs> butt and freak nasty to dip and and uh, and were you the DJ because you couldn't do the dances Oh, I can dance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just, I always like making mixtapes for people, and I don't know. I just um, was quick to decide to try the DJing side of things, too. Because this is already, but I this just is forget you're a little, you're, how, you're. I'm 35. 35, so you're seven years younger than him. So I, I forget that about this. I always think that we're closer in age than we are. I always just consider us the same age. Yeah, so because, I, I mean, that that was a big difference between, that, that was the crossover. You had internet in high school. Yes. And I didn't. Yeah. Or I did, but it was like prodigy and you like. Only certain kids had it. Yeah, you like, like waited for your message board to load so you could like I re- mean, uh, read about Green Day. Right. Seven I mean, inches. I mean, mine was still very limited. Yeah. But um, but you were still but you still they started to have like Napster and na- I think that Na I didn't never had it but Napster I think was maybe my senior year of high school yeah so see that's crazy senior, senior year. I was still I was going to thrift stores to look for records for ninety nine cents right yeah crazy there wasn't that many good thrifts that close to where I grew up so mm-hmm. it was more Tower and Sam Goody and like so pure so that's just full on CD era yeah yeah. Um, but God, I miss that so much. Just yeah, like I mean, you can uh, CDs. Uh, uh, see, but I mean, for me now, I'm uh, CDs seem pretty interesting again because they're the cheapest way to get music. Definitely, because you know they're even cheaper. You can buy that, you know, a CD of something for cheaper than you can buy the, the iTunes yeah. files. Um, I've been buying s- 
Yeah. Probably more than anything, I've been buying CDs and, and discogs. And oh, so see, I don't even. Yeah, I can't mess with. I, I don't know. I can't mess with. It's too much. They're so cheap on there. Yeah, I just can't. I don't want to start looking because then it's like. But then all of a sudden you're like spent, bought thirty CDs. I can just take them from my work. Yeah, that's fine. I just bring them home and rip them and then bring them back. Yeah, I mean, I usually sell them afterwards yeah. too. <laughs> I don't need them. I've but. never sold the record on Discog, so I don't know what. I don't know. I it's should. Quite, I sh- quite easy. Yeah, I just I need a like lesson in grading or something like that. I just oh, your buyers will give you the lesson quick. <laughs> yeah, but I I want to skip that part, you know. Some of the most lovely people in the world. I know that's purchase, why I, purchasing I, records, but that's why I don't think I can do it because I think that I would just be like, nah, no. Or I th- but but can you just say for everyone? Can you just say send it back? That's what I usually do. Yeah, like no discussion. Like just please send it back if you aren't happy. Yeah. And you don't need to, like, hear their excuse or, like, that they just ripped it and they're sending it back. Right. Because oh, I know they're just ripping God. it and sending it back. Oh, so awful. I can't see. I can't deal with it. I mean, <laughs> but it, I think that is that why you're doing, like, the uh, PPU, which, or Andrew Earcave, which is yes. Andrew Morgan. Uh-huh. He seems to be, is he selling, he sells his stuff differently, though. Doesn't he have, like, his own shop or is it always through Discogs? Oh, we we have our own shop. Yeah, like our own that, website. He, he, that seems like a really smart way to do it for me. There's no fees, and you also have the buyer doesn't have the stupid predictions. <laughs> yes, it's like, like you know, it's obviously uh, it's a little harder to get the clients there or the customers, but that's lucky that he's been kind yeah. of cultivating that a bit ahead of the curve, I guess. Because yeah. he's a slick businessman. Uh, and uh, yes, he, when did so a little introduction about. Andrew Morgan, he's kind of the man behind PPU. Uh, he does a lot of other stuff too, yep. but he also runs a website called Ear Cave mm-hmm. that you're kind of the coffee boy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you do everything. I Yeah, all of the above. Whatever he tells you to do. He's the or boss. You, or you can think of. Yeah. So when did your relationship with him uh, develop or when did you meet him? I, I bought a record on eBay and then the guy said, I live in D.C. You can just come pick it up. And this was like early two thousands. Um, what record was it? Eric's friend, Disco Kane, the Italo oh, okay, cover yeah, of yeah. Uh, Cocaine. <laughs> I feel like you're one of the only people who does know this record. Yeah, I'm, 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 it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of. I would rather. I, I would go with the JJ Kale. Yeah, JJ Kale song. I mean, you know, when you're, I was young. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then I was like, "What an Italian version!" Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, there was like a whole lot of love, and and now exactly. I'm gonna do the next. I'm gonna take it to the next level. Exactly. So, I went. I was going to work for dog walking. I remember that day, and before that, I stopped by his house. Mm-hmm. And we were just became such quick friends. So you're just like, oh, and I was just like, what? I like, how is there this guy living in D.C. who's mm-hmm. like not some record troll? Yeah, who's like actually a cool dude? Yeah, he's charming. Yeah, and uh, and is he's a little bit older than you, also, or yeah, I think he's he's I think your age. Yeah, so in this yeah. in his early forties. Early forties. And uh, but he's kind of had his stuff together for a while now, though. He's he's uh, he's really got his shit together. And uh, and um, is that a big influence on you? Has that helped you at all, or or I mean, he De- he's definitely a big influence on me. I don't think so much. Well, stuff has rubbed off, but it's not like. Uh, not not like lifestyle. Yeah, he's like he's living more comfortably than I am. And he's got like wine shops or something or like. He's just he's real smart and savvy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 
some people care about money and they're just like, and they figure out how to make it and yeah. uh, some people don't yeah I don't think that's never been my forte yeah, me neither <laughs> <laughs> but um uh, but he's great and he's been a guiding a guiding force throughout everything like he's actually the one who got swimmers andrew to start future times ah okay and 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 that job allows you to he just said you you're like oh i got some gigs i'm gonna be gone exactly no super problem f- super flexible so that's very supportive yes and so at this moment you're that seems to be well you're, you're, you started your own label world uh-huh. building but uh-huh. but it seems still your kind of main focus is to travel around with beautiful swimmers and yeah right now that's probably that's yeah job one of a few jobs biggest income what why well, we don't need to talk about that but <laughs> yeah, <try to> get <laughs> what, what, what percentage of your income is, comes from DJing? The Mueller report? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, um, I, m- yeah. You're li- you're, but you're living. It's one of, it's, swimmers is one of my main sources of income. Yeah. And then the other thing, your day job. You're, another part of your history that we're kind of glazed over is that you're a big dog walker. For years. And Jason, who is Steve Summers, yeah. Jason Lekowitz, yeah. um, he and I ran a dog boarding business together. Yeah. Um, and we were dog walkers for a long time. Mike Simonetti, also dog walker. Ah, cool. I think he said, he said he bought a house walking dogs. I mean, that's, I probably should have just kept doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would have a future. That's the, yeah, the <laughs> best I ever was doing financially was when we were doing that. Yeah. And what you just, what happened with that? You just, Jason left and then you kind of fizzled out with it. You know, you, we were all, we were all young and thought we needed to like try something new. Yeah. We all wanted to like move and try the next phase in life. and didn't really work out too well. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have like a, I used to, I had like a business with, when I was like a, in six, starting in sixth grade and me and my friend, we mowed lawns and he like kept doing it. And now he has like the largest like business, like whatever you call what is it? Landscaping. He like really? mows the, he, mows, he mows the medians for like the city of San Antonio. Makes like tons he of money. He killed it. Yeah. And I just like, was like, oh, I'm going to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to oh. be a lifeguard. Oh my God. But, um, yeah, missed opportunities, you know, but, uh, um, yeah, you should have just stayed with that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we both. But you're up. you're doing pretty well now, though, with this uh, this whole DJ thing. You're, I mean, it it brought you here today. You were you were playing in New York City last night. Yeah. Or in Brooklyn. Uh huh. At a at a on a rooftop. Yep. We played a rooftop party at elsewhere. No rain. The weather was great. And uh, so. And you and uh, that was beautiful swimmers. Yes. Um. But this is also um. It, it takes you all over the world. You've been traveling, you know, what is this, probably since 2012, 13, 14? Even earlier. Yeah. I, th- I think the first Europe trip was 2009 or 10. Okay. And then that, at that point, you're going to Berlin and playing at Rio or something or... Tausend. Tausend Bar. <laughs> I will say, little shout out to you. You were one of the most uh, helpful people in those early trips in uh-huh. terms of connecting us with uh-huh. people who could help us out with getting gigs. Uh-huh. Thank yeah. you. No problem. Uh, I, I mean, cause, so going back, I, the first time I met you, you were touring with Manhunter. And uh, and I had just been organizing a bunch of tours with the Bunker guys. And I had Lego Welt on the podcast a couple of them ago. And... Uh, I started doing that, and uh, I was friends with Ron Morelli, who does Lies Now, mm-hmm. and he said he wanted to do some tours, too, so he got 
somehow he made good buddies with Overdose and and, uh, and Ingmar. And, yep. And uh, they did a Nova Nova Men tour, and you were the opening act as Manhunter with you. So it was you, Jason, Ron. and Ron Morelli, and Ingmar, and Yurun. and you and DJ Overdose as Nova Men, and you guys drove around in a your minivan. Yeah, my 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 Dodge Caravan. <laughs> And uh, you went to like um, I, I, it, was, it was a lot of fun, and uh, and that was in the. But you threw the New York party. Did I? Yes, at Tribeca. Oh, Grand. Tribeca Grand. Jeez, I hardly remember. I, I sort of. Hmm. I remember I left my backpack at the gig, <laughs> but it was getting like we had tour leaving the next morning, and I drove back. And got it from the lost and found at Tribeca Grand, and oh. they had stolen a quarter of mushrooms out of my bag. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't, like, tell the manager. Uh, no. Well, we probably could have. <laughs> I knew the manager. We probably could have said. I didn't know I didn't know that part of the story. I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have helped, man. Like, I would have I got it back for you. Because the manager, for sure, he's a very straight. He wouldn't have uh, done that. <laughs> Wow, and so you're driving around. Well, it's probably good you didn't have that. With exactly, you. Yes. it's a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Um, so, what, <laughs> that that was 2008, uh, six, 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 the USA AOK tour. So this is George bef- W. This is before lies, before before lies, before future times, before the financial crisis. I think. Yeah, I think you mean like uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, who it was? really affected us. <laughs> here in the city yeah no i mean just making a stupid joke uh so y- something brothers some uh, lehman brothers lehman brothers yeah. yeah oh god that was depressing i used to, i had people i was teaching swimming at nyu at that time and i had like a uh, some of the kids in my classes you know and like the dad came in one day like and you know one of the guys that you know in the baby class so you're like sitting there playing with the baby and <laughs> talking to the dad and he was like i got fired you know like just like jesus and like all this, all these dads like kept coming in that work for whoever lehman brothers or yeah. whatever and they were all like thought they had like this comfortable life and then all of a sudden it was just like taken from them <laughs> and they're like depressed like have to take their kid to swimming class i was like oh jeez, man and then like they would disappear too they like couldn't pay for their memberships anymore it was sad man Whoa. i was like you know i never really like i don't i don't under- understand that world very much but um it was that was I really got to you know their people too you know as much as we you know don't like that side of the world uh, if it so it's like, uh, they are people yeah um, people are people but uh, it was kind of a weird thing but I'm sorry I got distracted uh, but so you're driving around with Ron and 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 who was do, you were you were doing most of the driving or Jason or you let did you let Ron drive um, he seems like a terrible driver I'm trying to remember Ron did do some driving. Yeah, actually. I wouldn't let him drive. I think I remember saying, Ron saying, I can fucking drive fucking. <laughs> oh, and and what, Overdose didn't have his license at that point. None of none of them drove. Ingmar, no. 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 They were in charge of, like, chatting. Yeah, they just sat in the back and said, oh, pull over, I'm hungry. They really liked to hotbox the car with cigarettes. Oh, God. Foul, foul, man. So it was uh, cold, and yeah, they would love to just smoke in the I, van. If I remember, you went. Did you go to Chicago? Is that we the, did? That we was did the furthest Chicago gigs. Furthest west. That bit. I think I met Bo once around that trip. Yeah, and he that was 
he was still working at Weekend Records and so that was I think gone. That was already. closed by that point, but he came to the show. No, and he set up the. We oh, did a okay. we did a first night at the Funky Buddha Lounge where <laughs> we played live, and then we DJ'd at that place above like a Chinese restaurant, Danny's know. or something. Maybe yeah. yeah. I never been. I haven't been to Chicago in a long time. Um, weird. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun trip. I mean, you know, there was s- subpar attendance. <laughs> I would say it. The majority of these gigs, but but you know this 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 laid the fa- foundation for what we have today. You know, um, you met you know people that are still involved in and uh, uh, so if it wasn't for stuff like that, would this exist? I guess so. I guess it still would. That's a little too much. Yeah, we that's a bit self congratulatory. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but do you think that? It, I don't know if I would. Have did it, here. Le- it, le- it? It it fostered some sort of like real love for this, and uh. But now it's not quite the same. You're not hotboxing cigarettes in vans anymore. No. Um, it, th- I definitely miss aspects of it. Yeah. There's like, you know, grass is always greener. I, yeah. Like, it's it's not terrible to hop on a plane and <laughs> go like... Get a cab driver. Yeah. Like, and have everything work out well and be well planned and thought out. But, um, yeah, I miss some of that camaraderie. Especially coming from the background of playing in bands. Yeah. And uh, after that tour, did you do many more of those? Or you immediately, you started, you went on that Europe tour after that. I, just, I don't, I sort of remember yeah. when, when Beautiful Swimmers, how did Beautiful, Beautiful Swimmers start? That was, we, uh, Andrew and I ended up back in D.C. around the same time. Um, and Jace, Jason went to New York. Jason went to San Francisco oh, first. Oh, San Francisco first. Andrew went to Barcelona. I went to Baltimore. Oh, that's right. That's I met Andrew in Barcelona. Yeah, with like Raul maybe or something. No, he came. We I was t- on tour with Unit Four. Oh, crazy! And he came to the gig and he was like, just kept following us around. <laughs> no, I just he was just like, okay. He's like, like I have this nothing dude, to do. This dude speaks English. And, yeah. and you just <laughs> talk to him and you're like, oh, he's cool. Yeah. And he was like a CBS dork too or whatever. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So uh, yeah, and that that was before. So then, yes, he basically moved back, and we'd always just been like hanging and DJing together, actually, but never made music together. And finally, we each had like no musical projects going on. And I kind of had this idea for Beautiful Swimmers, but I don't really have like concrete date, concrete like skills in terms of my own music making, kind of. So you 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 got together and you. You made a record, and that is what started the DJ team? Yeah, essentially. And that was the start of... Was that the first release on Future Times? No, that was the third one. Andrew started right when he moved back from Spain. He started Future Times. With with um, Aaron Letko. With Mike Patillo. No, Mike, Mike but Patillo. A, uh, Andrew did the first release solo, and then I think by the second or third one. What was like, the first release? Mac, it was like a solo Max D 7-inch. Oh, I don't remember. See, I don't remember. It's kind that. of like slightly like in like hip. What did it look like? I don't remember. Maybe like there's sh- colored vinyl and I never. I don't. Um, it it. I remember it was like quite well liked in the kind of UK funkyish. You know, like I don't know that world too well. Me neither. But Weird. Like, and then people in that. UK world, but he was also kind of like a PR guy or something. He like knew 
or how did I mean we're all we're pretty well connected. <laughs> now uh, Andrew did write a column for Fader for a little so while. So he knew he knew where to where to get it. Yeah. And uh, and uh, what was the second release? Uh, Jason Rhythm Based Lovers. Ah, was, okay, uh, I remember was, that one. Uh, real nice kind of romantic, sweet seven yeah. inch. That was also a seven inch. Yeah. Okay. And Swimmers was the first twelve inch on Future Times. And uh, what was how did Mike Patillo come into the picture? Um, just like a buddy who was, he was doing Protect You, uh, the group, and I think, uh, oh, I don't know how, I don't know if was, Aunt, was Aunt he already was like, I need help. <laughs> did he already work at Discord? And, and he had some background? Aaron works at Discord. Yeah, Aaron, but, uh, but so I'm saying, did, did Aaron already work at Discord at no. this point? Okay, because I was going to say, maybe he brought thing. some, some, uh, skills. No, it's Mike who worked for future or ran future times. Aaron worked in Discord. Oh, I keep getting, yeah, I'm sorry. It's all good. <sighs> this part. Everybody won't. always thinks that future times is you and Andrew. Exactly. Anyway, so it's, I'm, I mean, it's fine. I would, I love being uh, associated with future times. It's a great, Mike, great enterprise. Mike Patillo. But Mike Patillo ran future times with Andrew for a number of years. And he worked for uh, like a, a non-profit radio exactly. station. Uh, a folk festival. Folk festival. And now he works at a recording studio. Oh, geez. Is he doing okay? He's doing great. Yeah. I haven't. I saw him a couple times. Uh, I don't go anywhere anymore. Uh, I don't go that many places that are... <laughs> then know. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I really like to hang out at home. Yeah, me too. Um, pass, um, we'll, we'll drink a little more wine. I won't keep you too much longer. I know you're getting, you're losing your uh, blood sugar. Oh, that's fine. It's, it's. We've we, gone. We've got a few more minutes before we go. Yeah, no, I just. Have some dinner. I don't want to take you too, too far into the. Whatever pains. Do you want some more? I'll have a little more. We can always do a part two on another trip. <laughs> I think. I think that people <laughs> really want another episode. No, no, no. We got to We have a. I'm sure there's more stuff to talk about now. Um, so let's. Uh, I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah, it's not so bad. One, if you get once you get like lost into the headphones, you're you're fine. Yeah. It's you, you like have to get at, into the out of reality. Um, I'm. Yeah, I'm loving this. It's not so bad. Yeah, I, there needs to be more of these. Um, I agree. You're documenting our scene. Yeah, there's a lot the of there's, future. I, I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, especially you, in this world of there's no more real tangible music being released. Well, you you're 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 a successful DJ, and you really and, and, and yeah, I think so. And I think that young people could could possibly look up to you and learn something from from the path you've taken. And, I mean, that's and really that's what cool. I'm, that's what I, I'm I'm trying to that's explore. Flattering. That. Yeah, no, but I mean. You're one, uh, one thing I will say is just it's easy. Like or it's uh, well, it's like that's a good. That's not that was the exact opposite of what I was gonna say. Well, it's just, I don't know. It's like I'm not that musically talented. I have good sense of rhythm. I have terrible sense of pitch. I just I'm just a nerd. Like I'm a nerd who likes to party, well, and that's I don't know. if you can find that balance, you can do this. No, but I think it, it comes to you know you you. If you read, I read a lot of biographies and watch a lot of interviews with people that I'm interested in, you know, like successful, whatever, artists or businessmen or scientists or, you know, yeah. interesting people. And they always, you know, you have this uh, conclusion that seems to be pretty much universal is that you're supposed to do what you love and you will be successful. Right. But then, I, you know, 
it seems to like work out for all these successful people but i you know is are there where are the people that are like doing what they love and they like totally fail or does it just work you know like because um, it seems you know but why are you saying that i'm doing what i love and it's working or, yeah yeah i think there's varying degrees though well you probably should save more money yeah like i have no money yeah and i think i'm i'm trying hard to to change that but it's just yeah you, it's just hard i don't know i think you're just you're supposed to save something like 10 percent or 20 percent of every check you get right that's the trick have you ever done that i when i was touring a lot and i had like the fancy agency and the yeah. british one yeah. i was making money yeah. i was the most money i ever had but then uh then i would like switch to another agency and i said oh i want to be with my friends right big mistake right <laughs> but then i don't know but then also I was a little bit earlier, some not that much earlier, but then just a little bit like earlier on the agent thing, and right. that agency I was with was pretty pro, so I got paid a lot because I was like the I don't know it was weird. Uh, I I don't know what year. Now I look back and it's like 2013 or 14. It seems like it's changed, and there's a lot more people doing it now, a lot more booking agencies, but there's also a lot more clubs. But I don't, I don't, I just got sick of it. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, it hurts. It's too hard. Yeah. I don't like traveling that much. I do like to travel, but I feel like the amount of I traveling mean, I, you I, have to do to make money, like right. play three to four gigs a week, Weekend. it makes it not fun anymore. It's um like, it'd be cool if you could go to Europe, stay for a week and, you know, maybe play one or two gigs and then go home and be able to pay your rent in New York city. But kind of not possible you know unless you know it's such a weird hard balance and it's um i just i mean the hard part is yeah the travel and the lack of sleep not the like actually djing no no that part is great you know it's fun to play records for people it's always fun right doesn't matter even if the gig sucks when you're doing it it's yeah fine you know time goes by faster than like any other thing you'd be doing but then you have the usual complaints that we're not supposed to complain about like the travel yeah. and stupid stuff like that. But I mean, what I found was that the balance between I wasn't able to do it the way I wanted to and make enough money to pay my rent when I got back home. Right. So, so then I'm going to try something else, you know, and, and you know, in order Podcasts. to podcasts. Yeah. What? I mean, I started this other business too. Uh, right. Trying some other things, you know, the podcast is, that seems to be going pretty well. I don't know how it, we were doing. Okay. Well, I mean, the podcasting was, what happened was that I switched my show, my radio show from Newtown Radio, where I would always do these interviews yeah. because it was like totally private um, to the lot. And then the lot, like sometimes you're sitting there and there's like people drinking coffee. And like, mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be weird to like have tracks go on like a two hour rant about Brian Kucinich <laughs> <laughs> while people are like sitting there drinking rosé. So I, I, I you know, I, I didn't talk on the, I didn't talk on the mic so much there and i was missing the interviews you know like i feel like this is a perfect outlet yeah i feel like people can do the lot get do more of your music type thing yeah and they're gonna help i'm not sure what the 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 they're gonna do but we're gonna show it there and francois helped me a lot with the software and the cameras and how to do all this but um i mean this is great yeah yeah i hope it works out imagine how it's gonna be so good when you do andrew he's gonna be so funny i'm not letting him no (laughs) (laughs) no he'll be he'll he'll Hopefully he's not tired. Why would he be tired? No, I don't know. <laughs> Where's he tonight? Did he get, but he left. He had to he yeah. has to work tomorrow. He's, he's still working. See, that's what I'm saying. It's like he'll have great stories just cuz he can talk about the kids and shit. But he's still like you both you're you so 
a European kid, you know, on the internet, and they see like your deck mano video, you're playing the, you know, whatever festival. They don't think that we have day jobs. Yeah, they, and then you're going back, and you're like taping up record boxes. <laughs> yeah, and, and he, you're like, and, he, and he's like cleaning, and like waiting like, for the <laughs> waiting for the post guy and, and like he, he's dealing like, with people like there's a mark he, on my record and he's buying like welch's like fruit snacks in bulk <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah stocking the snack cabinet at the daycare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just getting stuff he likes <laughs> like you'll find, so, a, find us both at costco but he, he took the he t- is he's more involved in the daycare now before he was just working there and he he, he moved up yeah he wanted um i mean this will be good for when you have him in but yeah he wanted a more just kind of like grounding day job yeah as one often wants as you get older and yeah i think he gets a lot of reward out yeah. of those kids kids honesty you know it does does something for you, you yeah know? those kids are pretty honest <laughs> 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 all right um what else can we do? You have anything else we should talk about, or that, do you think that we missed some stuff? Or this, I, I've I've had a fantastic time. Yeah, it wasn't um, painless. No, I, I <laughs> want to do this again. <laughs> um, that's great news. Um, uh, I can't wait to listen to the other ones. Um, I've so far I've had a uh, I had Veronica Vasica, mm-hmm. and then I did the second one was Black Merlin. Okay, and we talked about his he he goes to Papua New Guinea like a lot, okay. like two or three times a year, and he like I don't know. In, they discovered like new species and stuff. It's pretty weird. And then I did Lego Welt, and then Jordan was last week, yes. and then you you've been you're now number five. Hell and then yeah. John Barclay is supposed to be tomorrow. And then I gotta line them up. I don't know if you have any suggestions. Um, let me know. I'd be cool. I'd like to do Andrew Morgan would be a good one if you could convince oh, no. him. I mean, that's gonna be hard to convince. Yeah, I'd have to like bring my mobile setup. <laughs> Actually, does he ever come to New York? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. I've never heard of him. I also doubt he would want to be on the camera. Yeah. Maybe. He, he could, oh, but oh, boy, he's a good looking guy. He's, he's a great looking guy. We can't, uh, um, any suggestions you have? I'm, 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 I'm open to it. Um, any of those? I'm really going to be thinking. Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to think right. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to like, I don't want to jump the gun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um. You're going to go have a date now and go have your nice dinner. Yeah. And uh, have a great time. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having very me. Very much. Ari Goldman of Beautiful Swimmers. Now, go buy, go to his website uh, for uh, world building. Yeah. We didn't talk about world building. Do you have any? Uh, oh, yeah, we should talk. Let's talk a little bit about world, world building is a new label. You just started this couple, year? Two, two, years two years ago. ago or so. And you're on your third release now? No, no. Uh, I've done seven releases. Jesus. Where have I been? And some clothing. Oh, that's that's your main income now, huh? I love clothes. streetwear, streetwear <laughs> brand. Exactly. So you that's could, what I would like to transition. That's to. what John Beale was saying that he sells. You know, he put out a record. Don't sell any t- yep. new T-shirt. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> just we, put there those long sleeves and just put some stuff on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do a whole. We'll do the nope. next special. Will be but, on but just you're clothes. not doing tote bags. I haven't done tote bags. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, uh, all right, I'll stop. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, check out World Building on your own. And it's how you can, oh, hey. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> getting loose in You here. can buy it on Bandcamp. Yeah, or, uh, I love that. Bandcamp is the best way for you. Yeah, Bandcamp right now because all, all the vinyl is sold out. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Um, so uh, thanks again for coming. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you again next me. time. And uh, uh, Lots of love. Take it easy. Peace.